Welcome to a Story Arcs miniseries. This is a podcast where I develop the fable of Malachi with the help of my illustrator, Sarah, and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I am Trevor Sutton. Let's create! You're trying to read, right? Yep. All right, final one. Malachi's demise. The end of the poem. Excellent. <laughs> and the end of Malachi, funny enough. Oh, poor, literally. <laughs> poor Malachi. All right, here we go. Malachi's demise. The years were unkind to poor Malachi. He was all twisted, except for his eyes. He crept through the house and kept to the dark. He traveled through holes in search of his mark. Poor Jenny was next. He'd supped her before. Her breath came labored, but still he'd take more. In flew a raven. It pinned the troll down. It pierced his dark heart. Magic was unbound. A curse was undone. Tatiana surprised. The fairies set free. By Malachi's demise. Nicely done. Did you change that from what it used to yeah, be? Yeah, I don't know how I did that in the, on the instant, but Malachi died by Malachi's demise. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like yes. it. I it like worked. it. No, I mean, did you? Didn't you? Didn't your original poem not talk about Tatiana at all? Um. It did. I think the original one you did for for me with Malachi, it, we hadn't discovered that um, Tatiana was the. Because I think in the original one that you wrote, it was a cat. Yeah. A cat that killed killed the thing. Because this was just a a simple poem that you had done to just kind of do something creative, and it was a, a fairy tale about fingernail trolls and a yeah. cat that that got one, and up. it was a little more like. Mm-hmm. That was a little more for for children, and then and then we're like, but what if what if it was this, and what if it was this, and now and now we have an entire yeah, yeah it, <laughs> universe of yeah, things. it definitely it definitely blew out of proportion here, and I just picked uh, yeah I remember when I was when we started this what did we say we we're gonna try we we're gonna have to pick uh, he said pick a topic and write three poems on it, and then I said yeah I'll do something about Malachi because my daughter or something or other I forget. But, uh... Yeah, you. Uh, I don't even know where you got Malachi from because it started with um, I wanted to see what kind of styles you could write in. So the very first poem was very childlike and simple. You know, it was like three, three to five words per line yeah. and like five lines. The second one was a little more, uh, like you know, uh, not not adult exactly, but like teen. And it, so it was a little more complex, but still kind of like lighthearted. Yeah. And the last one you went like full Stephen King, and it was creepy. <sighs> Um, and well, I'm glad we dialed it back from that because it made me like super I sad. I had to give you a full range of. Right. Well, the problem was is that I forgot that I had asked you to give me three different styles. So I read them and then I came back and I was like, first of all, Trevor, none of these are connecting in a, an artistic way. And they're all weird. And the last one's creepy and I don't like it. And you were like, but that's what you asked for. I remember. And then. And then I made you rewrite it again all as one thing, and then it got longer. And then you're like, what if we just do a podcast and then make more characters? Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> all right. Now 
Black Eye. Let's get you into know, it, Jim. You know, we've been doing this for like four months now. Four months? Yeah. Dang, bro. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Malachi. All right. So read the first two lines again for me. The years were unkind to poor Malachi. He was all twisted except for his eyes. Well, and are we are we making him a little more beat up and awful than the other trolls? Because yeah. they're all pretty nasty. But we're making him. I mean, he's the leader, so he typically goes in situations first. He's the last one out. He probably gets beat up a lot trying to save the other ones. Yes, because um, he still is loyal also. to his people. Um, I'm sure that scar and the magic coursing through him in that direction is not helping at all. Um, no, no, I'm sure. Plus, I'm sure he doesn't. Uh, as stated in the poem, he doesn't really hold back any when taking from people uh, Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. so he's definitely taken a, a darker leap into it um right probably because he feels he has to i guess in this one he yeah, didn't yeah. intend to kill her yeah i've forgotten what i'd written <laughs> you'll trap over here i remember everything <laughs> it's all right it's all right. Well, I mean, that was kind of the point, you know, and the the idea with a lot of these these kind of villains, you know, uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. He was trying to protect his people. He was the feeling like the ruler was not fit and that things were going terribly wrong. Yeah. And he was just trying to I mean, you know, the things that he did were not right, but his intentions were for the good of his people no. and to make things right and blah, blah, blah. So. You know, it just, unfortunately, it didn't go well for him as it typically doesn't for villains in this kind of story. You know, it's, it's always tough because you want to sympathize, but then they also make choices, which, which don't, don't help. They go further and further down that road. I don't think his choices were really bad until he became a fingernail troll, until he became, until that, all that twisting and, and, you know, I think, I think he finally, I think there was at one point just a breaking point. And I gotta keep in mind too; these are not humans, and he doesn't view <clears throat> he doesn't view humans as humans. He views them as no. a vessel for magic, as pets, or whatever. Something. I mean, lesser. they're like cattle. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, there's, they we consume them. We consume the magic that they they were we we. What am I? What am I doing? What am I saying I here? Sorry, I am Faye. <laughs> no, uh, they consume. Uh, I mean, a lot of things the humans provide. I mean, the, the magic, the entertainment, like you said. And I could see. I mean, there there's a lot of stories about humans being sacrificed and that energy from their life and whatever magic they contained without knowing it, going into their rights and and. Yeah. Uh, assisting their magic so that's why humans were not i wouldn't say important but again they're viewed kind of like cattle or pets like that's you said lesser than Faye. um mm. at which point i guess i need to rework my whole thing about malachi because i guess i try and you know you never realize you put a human spin on things or like you apply certain characteristics characteristics and i guess that's what i did with malachi he's you know at this point he is a bad guy well, it's tough because we've been we've been empathizing with him for a while yeah, now, since the of the poem, and yeah. and it's tough. I mean, it's just like it's it's very similar to if a, a family member that you loved and grew up with started going down a, a bad path, and you love them and you know how they can be, what their potential is, and how they have been. So you don't want to believe uh, initially that they're doing bad things, and you're in denial. And then over time, you're forced to accept that they've gone down a bad place and that they're not themselves anymore. You know what I mean? They're, they've been taken over by something else, whether it's greed or jealousy or drugs or anger or whatever else is going on. And and um, yeah, so yeah. They, you're just you're just feeling like Malachi is 
<laughs> you're in denial. Well, you I, have to go through the stages, Trevor. He's, he's, I mean, he's had more than just you know his followers. I, I don't think were so corrupted as he was, but he really. Mm. I mean, there was nothing. There was no part of his soul that wasn't crapped on at this point. I mean, he's. Listen, we've got. We've got. First thing is his fate was ripped away from him before a drunken bender. Yes. And whether he knows it or not, that affects him in a deep way because his, his, I mean, for the fate, we've talked about how their functions are set at, at their, not well, at their birth, which is their placement. The carpenters are supposed to, to be carpenters. Yeah. The guards are supposed to guard. If they can't do their function, there's a deep feeling of wrongness. Yeah. And his function was completely corrupted uh, initially. After that, his mind was wiped by Oberon. And so his memories were altered, but that feeling of wrongness remained and then finally no not even finally and then tatiana as a raven put all of her anger and upset nastiness into him not only with the magic of her you know her remaining power but just scarring his face and that can never heal and i imagine the fae are extremely vain And having that as a constant reminder of the people he lost and what he suffered and now what he looks like. And finally, (laughs) having somebody considered a brother rip away his wings, take the uh, cause suffering on the people around him while he parties and then banish them to a place where where animals live and dumpster world. Exactly. I mean, he has nothing left to feel happy about. He has no connection that sustains him um, except for anger and hatred and revenge. And he's I think, you know, I think his only goal is to try to get back to take revenge. And that's why he goes too far too often because he doesn't care. No one has treated him the way he he should be treated. The line that was supposed to not be crossed was crossed several times with him. He's so many times he just got obliterated man yeah. so so i mean there there's definitely sympathy there but you know it, it's a it's a very human question how far does someone have to go before that sympathy and empathy um is no longer justified because yeah. what i mean you make you still have the ability to make the choice to do the wrong or right thing and you know at what point does malachi cross that line well and even in the end he still gets redemption he still he does. Even after being he does. a so, I mean, person. But I, yep. I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I guess it's a situational thing because sometimes some people cannot be redeemed. There is no redemption. It's true. You know, it's nor true. do you want them redeemed. There's some people. I mean, and that's tough because they're, as humans, we, we strive for connection, yeah. you know. So especially, I mean, through fictional characters as well as real life people. But what at what point is it too far, you know what yeah. I mean, on a deeper philosophical note? Anyway, (laughs) this is your psychoanalysis by your therapist, Sarah. Uh, Let's let's keep going. My my last my last little burb on this is um, there is no dark without light. There's no happy without sad. You can't have those high points in your life or in in existence without the extreme lows. So this low right here will definitely show that there's something just as equally great and and, and something mm. you can look forward to. And that's, I, I, you know, you always got to keep a bigger picture in mind, especially when dealing with these kinds of situations. Otherwise, you'll... Yeah, agreed. And that's what we've been talking about the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we constantly talk about this maintaining the balance. And I think that's what it is, is between the two ancients, there's a balance between the, the light of creation and the, the absence of anything, which is that that darker side to the ancient. And same thing in life. You're right. The highs and the lows and just you can't get lost in all the bad stuff that's happening because there's always 
um, there's always something, I mean, at least different in the future. Stuff changes constantly. Yeah. I mean, I think there's actually a saying that no matter how long the night, there will always be a dawn. So, and this is for those of you out there who are suffering like Malachi. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. All right, now that we've gotten super deep, let's uh, let's bring it back up and not stay on target. <laughs> what are the next two lines of uh, Malachi? He crept through the house and kept to the dark. He traveled through holes mm. in search of his mark. Um, Man, so so for this, I mean, he it sounds especially in the next couple of lines, it sounds like he's already been through this house. He's already obviously taken from this child. Imagery wise, for me, I'm really imagining Malachi creeping through this house. And so the little girl, because in the next couple lines, it says that she's got a labored breath. She's already he's already taken from her several times. And I'm imagining she's sick and the parents just think she's sick. Like she's got pneumonia or something or asthma. Something's going on. But the parents are worried because it's been getting progressively worse. Right. And so what I'm thinking is, is that I want this image of it's it's nighttime. Maybe there's a nightlight or a candle or something. And the parents are asleep at the kitchen table or like just outside her room or in a chair in her room because they're so worried about her that they're literally sitting in there sleeping with her. Maybe not in the room because that'll ruin our plans for later. But I want an imagery of Malachi sneaking past them. And they're just and to show that they're worried. They they know something's wrong but they can't figure it out. So I was thinking like, just in my head, I just see him creeping uh, down like a hallway oh, and sitting close to the wall and then listening to the parents talk in the room. Nah, why is she getting worse? Da, 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 da. And then he slips past the crack in the door and like maybe you see like their Much better. That, that way it gives us good context for the illustrations of we know that she's sick. Um, what, what kind of hint can we give uh, visually to suggest that he's been there before and he's done this before. I mean, I guess besides a narration box um, to fill while he's creeping through the house. We can have him like secure something down and cover up like a hole or something so that he like pops it back open because he's got like a handle where he made something like 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 a mouse hole with a plug. Oh, like the way he got yeah, in. Yeah, so like he unplugs the mouse hole and then plugs it back up and then he goes through and da da da. Right. And you know what? I, I think I could have a, a series of panels essentially where we see Malachi navigating through this house very quickly and swiftly with stuff he's set up before. So we can tell that he's been here before. And then show them because he, he was, I mean, as far as like uh, agile, agility is concerned, I mean, he's part of the, he mm-hmm. was the leader of the Fae Guard. And da, 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 da. I mean, this guy's he's no slouch as far as right. like, you know being able to handle and, and move things. So he'd be on like Panther, like, right. Right. I could have him like pole vaulting from the kitchen table onto something else yeah. and doing a nice little backflip and scurrying along the walls. I want to make him fairly creepy. So, yeah. um, so that, you know, every once in a while, it'll just be like a distorted shadow on a wall behind the oven yeah. or something, you know, I'm just two eyes. so that it's like, you, Mm-hmm. Just a, a shabby yeah. figure. That, in fact, may do that for either the the Raven Queen. We'll start with that scene of him creeping through the house in shadowy, distorted figures, and then finally we get um, like a nightlight in her room that he passes, and the light glances across his face, yeah. and you just see the scars and the eyeballs under a distorted, nasty figure as he's glaring straight ahead to get. He hits that lamp for a second. 
Uh-huh. And it's just, just on the one side of his face, so he's still partially in darkness. And he, that'll really help define all the nastiness of his That's face. Sick. That is, oh man, that is, I can't wait to see. Oh my God, you need to really get this stuff pumped out. I want to see it so bad. I know, I know. I just need to sit for like a solid year and just draw and draw and draw. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I need a better table or something. I, I feel like a 60-year-old, you know, my back is hurting. Yeah, see, <laughs> so, just like I, we'll, I we'll get there. my things, you know, when, when we start pulling, yeah. getting money from this, you will get your things yeah. yeah and anything we yeah 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 i want to see it that, that's i mean that makes me just because that's just like the the first thing we did it kind of what i like is that it kind of ties the two books together like the beginning yeah. of just dealing with something epically bad you know what i mean and i know Tatiana i know i love it and it's both you know it just has a very mm -hmm. like you know this things keep going yeah continuity yeah. continuity, continuity. Continuity? Yeah. Oh, continuity. I know English. This next one just gives you another sense of that. The same thing as the, he's been here before and da da da. da as the, poor Jenny was next. He'd supped her before. Her breath came labored, but still he'd take more. So it kind of gives you that sense that, you know, maybe he goes to two or three different houses and, and, and that way he doesn't like, you know, gives him time to recuperate so he can continually take yeah. from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably has a system in place um i'm thinking for the little girl i'm gonna have um her she's gonna have you know the classic thing where like kids are they got the blanket up to their neck you know right under their chin and their hands are on it and their their little brows are furrowed and their mouths open because she can't breathe real well um i'm tempted to put when he comes in i'm tempted to have her room a little cold so her breath frosts as he gets closer so you'll see him creeping up and you just see a plume of air coming from her her mouth yeah um like a, a you know because her face will be huge compared to him and as he gets closer you'll see him silhouetted against her face with her all face all scrunched up and the breath will be plumed. oh you know what that's what i'll do she'll be lying down her head might be turned a little bit but you'll have the window light coming in from behind her and then as her breath plumes out you'll see him right next to that plume it'll illuminate his silhouette yeah. as he's creeping over to reach over her mouth <laughs> and you'll kind of see him reaching in through the uh, the mist of her breath. Yeah, that's uh, that'll be a great little scene. I'm so excited to see this stuff. Okay, so mm -hmm. it takes a real wrong turn for Malachi at this point. Uh, Influent Raven, it pinned the troll down. It pierced his dark heart. Magic was unbound. One second he's you know business is normal. Let's uh, steal the breath of little children. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. the next second, ka ka. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the noise that's being I'm sure made? Like, or I don't know what it'd be, but you know, like I want this this thing holding him down and then eyeing it like a bird, and then just mm -hmm. whack, like just instant Dab. yeah, and you see him like just go. Mm -hmm. oh. oh my god! Okay, so 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 what I've got in my head is so we, he's got the plume, he starts sucking it out. We see kind of maybe perhaps like a little blue magic come out yeah. of her mouth, and maybe into a bottle or something he has. Oh, like, um, and then ooh, he's doing like it, and... it like this, like like this, and like directing the magic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then um, as we watch, you know, um, it comes out in little sputters. And then her next, we see her face go pale and her face scrunch up more and she's getting paler and paler. And he just, we see a close up of his face as he kind of focuses. He's angrily, yeah. you know, like staring at her and he's just pulling more. Like he's just kind of, yeah. you know, very focused. And then all of a sudden, um, 
should I should I have the raven fly in through the window or just appear? And all of a sudden he's slammed back by a claw onto the floor, pinning him down. And then we cut to a face of the raven as it looks at him and him look up in fear. And then the beak just slam into the floor. I want quick and succinct and get it done. And, and just because that that just uh, how how raw it is. But at the same time, you right. don't want to. Well, I would have what I would have is I would have a couple small boxes. I've had I'd have a large panel that has him. Let me think here. So, like the window. It would show. Well, I'm not going to show the window. I don't think you really need to. I could. What I could do is in an earlier scene, I can have it cracked, and that's why her breath is pluming oh. a little bit because it's just a little bit cold or misty or something. Yeah. And that'll explain enough in an earlier panel that the window's open, so that they can get that something can come in from there. I'll have like a bug or a lightning bug coming in through the window, so you know that it's open. And well, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, I could have like a leaf blowing in or something. So I mean, we can do whatever. But then I'm thinking, what I'll do is I'll do a series of small panels, which is like uh, some wings and a shadow across the floor and the shape of something um, winged, and then 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 a claw reaching out, and then on the a large panel at the bottom will be a claw slamming into him, and literally it would be a very fast, it's very blurry claw, but mainly it's him going with his arms outstretched being knocked backwards with a face full of surprise as the little bit of magic he was taking kind of plumes up. Dude. So this is a, they've met like this before at the, at the, when they separated in the war of the wings, he was stabbing her. She was clawing him. I know. I know. It's, it's, I I don't know how or what you're going to do, but there's some, well, yeah, no, I might I might mirror the imagery from the War of the Wings and their final battle with yeah. this. Uh, because maybe I'll have him, his head will snap up. Uh, there'll be the series of like the, the close-up of a wing, close-up of a shadow, close-up of a claw, and you'll see his head snap up, and he'll look surprised or... Uh, bit like recognition, like, like I've been here before. Well, what I'm going to do, I think, is he'll be surprised initially because it is a dark room, and he doesn't know what's coming at him. And it'll slam him to the floor. And just as it slams him down, he'll look up and recognize the white plumage along one side. And he'll start to say something, I think, right as she slams her beak into his chest. So what do you think about that? Because the, the initially it has to be surprise. Yeah. And then I, I, we could have him pinned to the floor, cut to the raven looking at him. Um, obviously a glint of like rage in the raven's eye because she just thinks this is a nasty little creature. Yeah. And then uh, him... Look, see the uh, you know the cut of white plumage along that eye that he's staring into, face full of surprise and recognition, which is a hard thing to illustrate. So it it'll look like shock and surprise, yeah. but then he'll start to he'll focus and he'll say tut, and then she'll slam her beak into the his chest. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know it's Tatiana, remember? No, I thought we said that he recognized her. I mean, you just said War of the well, Wings. He recognizes he's fighting the against- crow or the raven he fought. Oh, I forgot. You're right. Just the shock and okay. all is fine. Just the shock, like, oh, this is the same damn raven. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm a little bummed now because I had this whole scene I just worked out where he'd be like, Tuh, and then he'll slam in there and she'll pull out and he'll be dying and he'll make eye contact and say, Tiana. Just as he's, and then she'll be like, how the hell does he know me? Just as he's yeah. dying, she'll be yeah. turning into Tatiana. Her, most of her transformation is going to be growing at that point. Right. right, right. Well, his is too. You know, you can still have that. Well, no, no, no. I, I know, but like it was so much more better when you oh, know it was pre stab gotcha. and post stab. You know, 
much more dramatic that way. But no, instead, we'll have a different scene because what happens, remember, we discussed this before to where he's laying there dying and he slowly transforms and he loses a lot of his nastiness um, enough to be recognizable as him because the curse is now broken. Now, did we discuss that his scar on his face would also kind of disappear since she's restored and no longer? Sure, why not? It's not a big deal. So perhaps uh, at first the nastiness fades and he begins to resemble his old self. And then the scar is still there, but it slowly fades. And he glances over and sees her as she's that they're both transforming. And in that light scene, as they transform back, they make eye contact. And I, I'm debating on making it a silent scene to where there's just that recognition. Or should I have them both say their names like, Tatiana, Malika. Make it through Ugh. silence and just have that. Uh, I think you've, you've shown me this before. The more oh, you I'm just. I'm going to have a reaching out moment. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The more, the more you have people like make it up in their head and, and hear that thing, the more emotion you're going to evoke. Right. And I, and I do get it. The problem is, is that I also, they don't know the whole story. So I have to make sure that I, that they know what's happening and it's not just, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. okay, these two people are like, you know, I, in fact, what I might do is I might say something like, uh, n- maybe not him because he's dying, but I might her- have her say brother or, you know, Malachi, something like that. She can say his name. Oh, right. Well, we know it's Malachi, but they need to, we need to define that they are related because up to this point, we don't know that. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then that's how we go into the explanation of, um, you know, they've been yeah. cursed. And that I, it, we don't have to explain everything in that one scene, but I might have something to where, you know, he reaches out and she reaches out. And just as their hands are about to touch, his falls away and he dies. And she goes, brother? Or just like, brother? Or I don't know, something like that. Yeah. He might say Tatiana to define that she is the queen. And uh, oh, we can have mentions previously of a theme. Pet or brother and sister. Like, hey, sis. Hey, bro. Hey. But instead, in this thing, because Malachi is a mouthful and so is Tatiana. I'm sure as kids, they would call I know, them Tati and Mally. Or, or yeah, Tati is just Gigi. not going to be. I don't know. No, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I like the Fae are one. They got eons. They don't care about shortening things to save time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're real cast and the, all their lives are trained to be very upstanding and very controlled. There's not going to be any slang. Yeah, well, then saying brother would so, be appropriate. And there I go thinking like a human again. <laughs> stop it. Hey, <laughs> this is why I'm here. I'm your consultant for the Fae realm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, I mean, I could see, uh, I think brother would be appropriate. I think because that solidifies a lot of things that were discussed before or after. Or it just, honestly, it just sets it up. Because we don't know, at this point, um, Malachi comes out after landscape. So landscape defines a lot of stuff, and we know who Oberon is. And I would love to have mentions in landscape of a queen, Tatiana, but they don't know where she is or whatever. There's just alluding to it, but no definition. And then we get to the Raven Queen, which is, of course, about her and her whole thing where we define her. And in this, she can say brother. And then we're like, oh, okay, so this is the queen. He can, you know, and we'll define the Raven Queen for stuff, huh? And then we can. Because we go into the curse and we explain what happened to get her in the situation. So the Raven Queen, they shouldn't know anything about Oberon's curse. They shouldn't know anything about them being brother and sister or anything yeah. yet. So this sets it up to where they are getting the end of it, obviously. And then we go back Enough through. people riled up, yeah. Right. And then we get to go see more of the history of how it got to this point with the Raven Queen and everything else in Oberon's ascension yeah, after that. It's going to be fun. 
So we're going back in time, but I like it because it leaves suspense. You know, you get the last thing to be like, what's going on? And you get it laid out bit by bit over yeah. time. And we're jumping back and forth to relevant pieces of history and stuff and not giving everything away. So that later on, mm-hmm. um, after we do the Raven Queen, if we if we jump to the ascension of Oberon, and I love this too, because I mean, cause basically with all this, we haven't even touched or dabbled or even really gone into the angels and demons side of this yet i mean i know i know <laughs> we've, i mean we've, and and then now now we have another planet too we've got the wild uh, wilderness that we're gonna have to start having stuff with that and i'm oh mm-hmm. my god there's a lot there uh, we we mm-hmm. literally have way too much on the... mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay one thing at a time man one thing right? at a time oh my god we get a lot of content, though. I mean, there's so many different stories that work so well. It'll be good. Yes. Anyway, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, Tatiana is... So the, are those the last two it. lines? No, 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 no. The last two lines. A curse was undone. Tatiana surprised. Mm-hmm. The fairy set free, but Malachi died. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm going to do or then. The I'm going to have a scene. They morph back. They try to reach out and surprise towards each other. His hand falls away as he dies. She says, brother... And then I think I might have her falling to her knees and holding his face. And she might say brother a couple more times, like brother, brother. And just kind of like shake him a little bit, but he's I dead. I thought you were going to do that, the pity or something where like holding Jesus. And then after that, because this is, this is the beginning of the Raven yeah, Queen, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so at this point is where we kind of enter the Raven Queen. This whole scene plays out again. If we were to connect them perfectly, what I would do is at the end of Malachi, it would be her and him just saying brother and his hand falls away and the book's yeah. done. Raven Queen would pick up and it would replay the scene like a recap of him creeping through the house, the little girl, the raven killing him. And we go back to that scene of him and her about to touch hands. His hand falls away, her saying brother. And then she would fall to her knees, cradle his face, look at him, realize and just, you know, rage, sadness, whatever. And then she would she would bow her head for a second as the rest of the light fades as she fully transforms. And she would scoop him up for a second because she's still rather small. And she would stand up with him with a very determined look on her face as he's draped in her arms. And then she would grow large and he would just be cradled in her two hands instead oh. just the small broken figure yeah, i think that's you know, I, I keep I, I think she should be sad and, and just uh, heartbroken through that whole thing though i don't know about the yeah no fake queen man she's gonna be sad but she's only gonna do it for a minute before she knows that she's going to murder everyone oh, yeah. She is an ultimate queen of I'm going to kill you if you look at me wrong. And she knows who did this and she knows who did this to her and to her brother. And I think she realized real quick that Malachi was the key to breaking the curse only if she killed him. And she's going to realize the depth of awfulness that Oberon orchestrated with that being the the end of the curse. He killed. She loves her brother. He killed her lover, too, by the way. I know, and she is going to have so much rage. So she's going to be a brief moment of tears falling down from her face as her head is bowed over him. And that's going to last for 0.25 seconds before she's going to think about it, realize, and stand up and just... And besides, she knows she's got to get out of there quick. There's too much light and too much stuff that was going on. Um, The little girl's probably awake at this point. Parents are probably about to come in, so she's got to get out of there fast. So she's going to hold them in her hands, and then she's going to, you know... Look, I want a scene of her with the hands just underneath her head with that crumpled little body as she gets big. And she's going to look directly into the camera and it's going to be a terrifying face that's going to look so angry. And just, 
Uh huh. Her hair is going to flare out a little bit. There's going to be blue energy crackling around in this light scene. And then she's going to disappear through that window. The, the, the drapes are going to be flared open and she's just going to be gone with a little bit of magic trailing behind her. It's just one angry scene and then she's gone. And then we'll cut to her somewhere else. Raven carrying the body. Flaring away. I don't know. I mean, if you had been trapped in that body for that long, I don't think you want to go back to it. I I mean, not right away. I think that's, uh, you know, that's like running back into your prison cell to have a poop. No, I said, don't put that in there. Don't put that in the podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. And you know what I mean? You're going back into your prison cell to go have a nap. You know, you don't want to go back to that. I think eventually she'll come to terms with it and she'll embrace it. But I think initially, I think she's going to want to just, I mean, she's got fey wings, too. She can just fly away as a fey queen. Yeah, so, that's true. so I, you know, I just, yeah. Plus, we're trying to show how powerful she is. So I would like the scene of just her there and then gone without a trace because she can do whatever the hell yeah. she wants. And then we cut to, uh, you know, because do we decide she'd go to the fingernail trolls next? Does she go to the portal first? Where did she go after this? So to give precedent to everything i think the first thing she thinks of i'm gonna get back i'm gonna kill his butt so she goes to the yeah. portal or where the portal used to be well no where she well she's got a no i think she i think she's the queen she's tied to that portal okay. she knows so she can she knows where yeah. it is so she goes to the portal but realizes okay. that it's going to be a bit more for her than just that so she probably comes to the hill and crests it to see the portal but just outside the portal is and probably through the portal she can see quite a lot of stuff going exactly. on and she go, and she probably you know has a very angry face and probably wants to go down there and slaughter everybody but knows that that's not a good way to yep. go and so okay we'll have a nice little segue there and then maybe we'll just have a cut scene like on movie actions at movie actions action movies <laughs> to where like it, it's like uh you know blah 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 south africa or blah 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 you know uh and the, you know, Washington or, yeah. you know, a cutscene to like where it is now. And we'll see Samantha yeah. and she'll be doing something. I think you had a whole scene where she's about to fight some people off. No, no, no. Um, she, anyway, I might, I like this idea of someone doing something and then they look up and a look of like shock and recognition crosses their face. And we just see the shadow of Tatiana yeah, we um, have, on the wall yeah. behind them. We will have a Nick Fury set up to where she goes to these people <laughs> and is like, join me. And my Avengers. Well, a lot of them, you know, they've had something taken from them when they're with their. This has turned into a Raven Queen episode real quickly. Yeah, sorry. Uh, (laughs) In fact, uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, The other thing uh, I'm doing next, and I'm really excited about my next podcast I'm doing with Jason. We're going to do character develop on uh, Tatiana's army because I think we're going to do about 200 Unbound. 150 of them are going to be background Unbound with no. You know, can fodder. fodder. They're going to be fodder that gets killed. Exactly, except for okay. maybe one or two. Like that, we're not. I, I'm mm. going to give myself some some leeway. Some guys that um, surprise guys, um, and then maybe we'll have like 30 that will like see abilities during the fight. 30 guys, mm-hmm. and then maybe like uh, the the last 20 people. We'll we're gonna like I'm going to go down and make some some characters. So ones you some some in depth yes, ones. And yeah. I'm going to pick out of those 20, 30, and 150. I'm going to pick one out of mm-hmm. one group and then maybe like uh, six out of the 30 and then another and then maybe another like seven or t- nine out of the uh, the 20 yeah. to bring with. So by the, the end play. of this, yeah, they're all going to be toasted. Yeah. Everybody else. Yeah. They're on, the only remaining ones are going to be a couple. Did we uh, 
and you real quick, I just want to say um, this is our last episode of Malachi. Yeah. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the poetry, of course, and writing done by Trevor right here. Illustration in the future done by Sarah, unless it's done now uh, and you're listening to this, you know, in the future, in which case you're welcome because so awesome. uh, hopefully those illustrations are amazing. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to Malachi. We hope you enjoyed the miniseries. Stay tuned for Raven Queen coming very soon. Uh, it's going to be amazing. We've got the Phantom Zone. We've got a variety of other guests. We're adding more people to this podcast every day. It's getting better, guys. It's getting better. So stay tuned. Keep stay uh, stay on it. We're going to have some more stuff. Illustrations, artwork, podcasts, all kinds of stuff. It's getting big. It's getting fast. It's getting amazing. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, subscribe and check us out on Facebook at Fey Realms and our Twitter at Stoic Tales 1. Please leave comments and be a part of the show. Thank you.